0: What up, everybody? What's up, Billy? How's it going? Thank good, everybody you, everybody, for watching us live. I'm doing great. It's a nice morning. Actually, afternoon here. Morning for you. Yep. <laughs> early morning for you.
1: Yeah. I like it, though. I like starting early.
0: You're a morning guy now. That's great. You're getting older. You're maturing. <laughs> You're maturing by, by the years.
1: Nice. Thank <laughs> you. Thank you, Austin. That's <laughs> a good thing. I,
0: it's a good thing. Maturing is good.
1: Yeah. I like oh. rest at this at this stage of my life, you know? Yeah. We it's all important. Do. We need it. Yeah, um, good week though. Has how's, how's your week been? Uh, week been fun? pretty
0: good. I'm hope I'm wishing the weather be better in New York, honestly, so I could skate more because the weather's been pretty shit, honestly. But yeah. other than that, I mean, I went yesterday for the first time in like two weeks or some shit. So I'm trying to get it in when we can. I know Did you're. You go to you're lucky. No, I haven't been to substance yet this season. That's like a commitment to go to substance. That's like when you know the you're admitting to the winter is here. You're yeah, stuck with you're the indoor parks. Yeah. yeah, I haven't done that, but. I don't know. I'll yeah. probably go this weekend or something.
1: You're, you're like Chris Majette. Well, what does he do? You're in, you're in denial.
0: <laughs> Hi-yo. Oh.
1: <laughs> nah, that's cool. I, I get that. It's actually starting to get a little cold over here, too. So, like, uh, just chilly at night and stuff like that. So, it's, you know, we, we can skate over here in California, but it's not as bad as New York. But it is starting to get a little chilly. But I'm yeah. not going to uh, talk much about that anymore because I'm not going to get much sympathy being in California. So I will do my spiel. Everyone, please, if you don't already, follow us on all of our social media platforms. We have an uh, Instagram. You can follow us. We have a Facebook page. You can give us a like. We have a YouTube page. If you like what you're listening to, you can subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you get an alert every time we have one of these episodes. We also have an iTunes. If you want to listen to us without the visual and just the audio, you can go on there. If you like what you're hearing, you can give us a five-star rating. You can give us a review. It really helps us boost us to the top of the you know, algorithm there in iTunes. And if you want a little extra, you can be a a member of our Patreon community for as little as $3 a month. When you become a member of our Patreon community, you have access to exclusive content. We have inside outs, which are our trick tips. We do section reviews with some of our past guests. We just put something up with uh, Colin Kelso on our last episode. We watched Spaceman 2, and he had some really interesting little nuggets of information uh, that was happening behind yeah, was the fun. scenes there. So you should definitely check that out. And you are automatically entered to um, a free drawing in our to win something from our online store every month. Every month we do a drawing from our members of our Patreon community. And if you are randomly selected, then you get to win something from our online store, whether that be a five-panel hat, a mug, a t-shirt... Uh, tank top probably not this time of the year but these are the things <laughs> that you we live. have it depends on where you live yeah. down under <laughs> yeah. they want the
0: tanks right now it's probably hot as balls down there
1: down, down, down. <laughs> yeah. um, or Hawaii right so um, yeah so uh, that's uh, everything that we do on this show we appreciate everyone's support everyone's Patreon. you know we've been doing this for over four years and we, we push forward ahead it's a labor of love we love it but we appreciate everyone's support so everyone who supports us thank you very much and That's my spiel for the day. Hell
0: yeah. Thank you to our new Patreon supporters also Travis Robinson, Lucas Rostas, David Healy, and Mike hunt thank you all so much much and speaking of supporters I want to give a shout out to our sponsor for this episode blank who just announced their blank 2023 team skate in pigeon blue colorway check it out if you haven't already also check out blankrollingproducts.com. give them a follow on instagram as well at blank products with this new uh team skate they just announced uh you know same great quality that you expect from rollerblade products same great quality as the sean keen skate the team skate you know the whole team went and developed this Perfect skate for everybody. It's top quality product at an entry level price at only 2.99 for a complete skate. So get it while you can. Perfect gift for the holiday season. The Blank Team Skate. And check them out. Like I said again, blankrollingproducts.com. Give them a follow. Check them out on the website. Awesome skate I've been riding for a long time. I love it. Give it a give it a peep when you can. Thank you Blank for sponsoring this episode.
1: Very cool. Also, I would be remiss if uh, I didn't shout out um, the newest Dominic Bruce pro skate edit that uh, was put out last week. Uh, Dominic just put out a pro skate edit skating in Barcelona and California, and it's eight. Over eight minutes of just really well done goodness. I'm, you know, I'm obviously a little biased, but I, when I saw the finished product of what Mark and Dom were able to do together, I was actually in shock. I didn't expect it to be so long, didn't expect it to be so good. Didn't expect it. um, Well, Mark always does such a fantastic job with the editing, but even his work surprised me on that. So if you haven't had a chance to check it out, check it out. And also, Dominic's skate is available now uh, internationally at DisRoyal. It's available in the U.S. at Heavy Distribution. And, again, another uh, great addition for the holiday. You know, Christmas trees are green. These skates are green. You know, do the math. A couple of green things. goes well together. So <laughs> check that out when you get a chance. Uh, Dominic Bruce's new pro skate added it through Mesmer.
0: I love that. I love that, uh, how you tie that all together with the green.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I, honestly I, it was on the fly it was on the fly
0: well i'm not biased and i will tell you that that it is ridiculous and we spoke about it in, and i think one of the last episodes too we talked about the blading cup anyone who never got to see him skate in person you were at the blading cup you seen dominic skate his edit is pretty much eight minutes of that madness going on and uh, yeah. i do love the editing that mark put into that so awesome job from everyone involved in that and check that out when you can um i also wanted to say before we continue a while ago, I don't know if anyone saw on our Instagram, uh, a Patreon supporter, Mark, who's out in Thailand now, put together this amazing art piece, an incredible artist out there. I believe he's from Canada, originally, but lives in Thailand. And he has a bunch of art prints uh, he's selling for the holiday season. If anyone's interested, he has a couple mushroom bleeding ones, and he has a Kelso one for from Fish Guys 3. So check him out. It's marksweetland.com. And I have more info here on the screen coming up. See, as the fish guys, one from uh, the Kelso's. That one looks fire right there. Sean's epic front tour. Yo, How dude, sick is that? This guy, this guy is so good. He's sick, right?
1: So <laughs> he drew these epic photos, and then he hired these people to hold it. And well, no, I, this, like,
0: awesome... I, I, I'm guessing that's like a mock up with these people, like
1: holding oh, these prints okay. like that. <laughs> but okay. I don't know. Yours okay. could,
0: yours could look just as good as that. Who knows?
1: Listen, I'm older, so um, like I, I get tricked <laughs> by all this photo stuff, shop stuff. I just, be- I just believe what I see, you know? <laughs> but, but,
0: um, yeah, check him out on Instagram, too, um, sameboat.art and marksweetlin.com. And he has his email on the screen now, mark underscore sweetlin at outlook.com. If you're interested in getting one of these prints, awesome holiday gift for the skater in your life.
1: Yo, 150 per print? It's
0: quality shit. That's a great deal. It's quality shit right there.
1: Dang, that's pretty cool.
0: Check them out. No, Those like, art pieces are awesome, too, to hang on the wall. Maybe we'll get I'll, one and I, hang them on the background of this.
1: Mark, m- Mark, make one of some, someone on Mesmer, and I'll buy a few. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we're going to jump into this podcast real quick. We're good with everything, right, Billy? I, I Yeah, we're okay, good to go. Just making sure. So we're doing a hot takes episode right here. If this one takes off, we will continue doing these because there was a lot of cool, interesting hot takes from everybody. We reached out on social media to see if anyone had any skating related hot takes that we could discuss on the show. We're also going to be doing a a voting poll in the live chat right now to see if you agree or disagree with these particular hot takes. So jumping into it. Do you want to hang on quick, quick, quick
1: before we jump into the and and I would like you to to set it off. I'm not wanting to set off. Okay. But I just want to, I noticed on our last uh, thing with Colin, where we talked about like an NBD and people weren't, weren't really sure what an NBD is. It's like a trick mm-hmm. that's never been done. Hot take, I think is pretty self-explanatory, but for those who don't know, a hot take is simply <clears throat> an opinion, perhaps a controversial opinion on whatever particular subject regarding uh, rollerblading or skating as, as a whole. So some of these hot takes are some of our members of our community, some of our uh, viewers, just some of their opinions on what's occurring on the state of blading, uh, like what's their thoughts on what's too much of what there's not enough of in skating and we're going to weigh in on it So that's kind of the the premise of this episode.
0: Yeah, that, that was good Billy Thanks for explaining that because a lot of people either didn't understand what a hot take was or didn't necessarily know how to like Reiterate a hot take people just like ranted their opinions um, right. so maybe after this episode everyone gets a little better idea and knows how to like You know just show out their their hot takes for the next one. So yeah. you want me to kick us <laughs> off? Please. Okay. My first one that I am picking from the list is from Surfblader, who says, too much fisheye, hard for people who don't skate to understand what is going on. So this one is, I picked this one first because this one is, I agree with this for years uh, on end, because part of the reason actually why I did that Butter TV edit with JP from Butter TV was because I liked his filming and he didn't, use that much fisheye because i also thought that fisheye was overused a lot i wouldn't say overrated i would say overused it's it's a tool for a particular trick kind of how we were talking before billy you have a tool for a trick Mm -hmm. some tricks look excellent fisheye but a lot of it looks really good from a a long lens and i personally think that there's a lot of really good fisheye people out there filmers but if it's not used well it kind of makes the trick hard to see you can't necessarily see the obstacle that well as you do in a long shot and i i definitely think that in the right hands it looks incredible fisheye but i personally prefer longer lens stuff so you can see the scenery a little bit you see the obstacle they're skating you could see the landing and run up a little better from the trick and all that stuff kind of adds into what makes a clip and a skater so good and you see that more via long lens from a fisheye
1: Mm -hmm.
0: what's your take on it okay
1: i will i'll weigh in here um if i could borrow and a word from our past guest on the podcast, Colin. Um, the pedagogical landscape of of oh our... pedagogical. Hang on, I got to process yeah.
0: that word real quick. <laughs>
1: <Okay>. <laughs> yeah the pe- the pedagogical. Sorry the pe- the pedagogical <laughs> landscape of of what's um, popular, what's acceptable, or what's like hot in skating is always evolving. Mm-hmm. And not too long ago, kind of fish was like the thing for everything it was just like there are just some tricks that are not gonna hit as hard long and are just gonna hit like you know i i think i think specifically of like and this is like uh like the Kelso's. their stuff is gonna look good long it's gonna look good fisheye, right mm-hmm. because they're just that talented and no matter what they do it's gonna look it's gonna look great right but i just think the speed of some of those movements and like the the fastness the yeah. the those little intricacies they're captured better on a fisheye and i like again this is like my bias as as a skater because you always think like i don't know i think as like I, on on a personal level you would think like you would want your tricks at least me i would want some tricks to be filmed fisheye more because it shows um and and you can see like as I'm like working with more uh, filmers, like uh, with whatever things that are coming up with like the team or whatever, you just see that they're more inclined now to try to shoot most things from along. So you can see that pedagogical landscape changing to a point where like a lot of the filmers and, you know, we kind of make decisions as as a whole community. Like, you know, when we decide like we're all skating flat now, we kind of decided as a whole. And then when we decide that like we're not, we're not, um, like, fish eyes. no longer, we kind of all, like, agree. Like, do you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like, we're all going to, and, and there's and there's a good point to that. I really haven't looked at it like Keeney was talking about it. Like, um, it probably does look, I don't often think of, like, the outside community. I tried, to- I mean, I used to try to at some point, but I don't often think of, like, the outside community. I just try to think of what looks best. But it is important to consider those things, you know, because it probably can look a bit messy. And to someone who doesn't skate, they don't know what's going on it's so fast so much um so i don't know i like i just think yeah we're at a time now where a lot of the filmers are kind of reflecting and and starting to try like the the long stuff more but as a skater like who wants like their trick to look the best i think sometimes like the best looking trick as a skater for skaters can be on fisheye mm-hmm. am i wrong here what do you think no you're
0: absolutely right and i was just thinking of this piece from uh mark we were just talking about this art piece like This front torque right here from Sean, like that fisheye shot is incredible. That doesn't come across as exaggerated or looking as good long as it would fisheye, how how it did there. So it definitely depends on the tricks. It also reminded me of... I don't remember if it was your truth one or truth two section. I filmed you doing the cross grab front torque on that steep fancy rail in Brooklyn. And I filmed that fish eye. I was like right up in there. Like that, right. like that looks really good fisheye. So it, it wouldn't definitely hit the does. same
1: long. Oh, I think there was there actually. was a long. On it that. didn't hit the yeah. same though. It was it just for the, the It was just for
0: the run-up though. It wasn't really for the actual trick itself. But it it yeah. definitely shows in the, the trick that it is. And I never thought about how Keeney said to about, like, outsider eyes don't, like, appreciate it as much or they won't, like, understand the skating as much. I never thought about it from that aspect, but that could be true, too. But it could also be that the fisheye tricks make a particular trick or skating in general just look cool, and people just don't know why, but it's because it was filmed fisheye and, like, all wild and stuff, you know? So I never thought about it that way.
1: Yeah, I I, I mean, it's very it's very like zoom. It's like, it's, it's, it's in your face and it's, I feel like it's like for like that skate nerd. It's very specific. It's very, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. um. but there are some things like even like the, some of the things that like get filmed on like uh, on long, like I've had like uh like I had a trick filmed on long recently. It was actually in the Dom edit and it was like the, where I jump over like a bike path, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And <clears throat> yeah, I don't know like I, I i always just like it doesn't show how big it is i feel like a fisheye shows like the 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 bigness more like sometimes it just doesn't i love the long angle of that one i prefer oh, the you? i prefer the longer the
0: fisheye. like yeah i mean i prefer the long angle for that one too i think that one okay, looks see, really see, cool
1: see, see that's another it's preference thing. Like, i guess i'm not really a filmer but uh, but i'm but i'm wanting to like highlight more like as a skater like i think you're more willing to highlight like the difficulty of the maneuver and like mm-hmm. of what's uh, occurring and then, like, to Kini's point, I think you're trying to kind of show, like, the whole scene of what's happening. So, I, I, again, I don't think it's, like, a right or wrong thing. I don't no, think there's, no. like, this, like, yes or no answer. It's subjective, which, like, a lot of these hot takes are. But as, like, a, a purist, as, like, a like a in-the-game there in the game player, I think that um, I really – I'm always going to love Fisheye. But, a, but, but a, a great long is a great long. and Yeah. Fisheye is always going to have a special place in my heart. I don't yeah. know if that answers anything.
0: I, I agree with you on that too. And from a filmer's perspective, myself, I haven't filmed much skating lately. But everybody wants to film with a fisheye. It's just like way cooler. It's more fun to do. But you have to know how to use it to make it look good. Otherwise, you're ruining the trick anyway. So right, I just wanted right. to throw that out there too. Um, as far as the poll and the the live the group uh, the live chat, fifty six people fifty six percent agree that fisheye is overused, and forty four percent disagree. So it's almost fifty-fifty split with the, the consensus right there. Forty
1: forty-four percent disagree.
0: Yes, and fifty-six percent agree. That wow. Yeah. So wow,
1: I, I didn't think we'll go that way. I didn't
0: think we'd go that way either. Almost fifty-fifty mm. right there. So, but that was a good one. That's like people are torn right there. People are like that's a good hot take. That means that people are like on both sides of it. You know, <clears throat> the red and blue okay, right there. Good. What do you got, Billy? Yeah,
1: the red and blue. <laughs> um, Okay, cool. Let's let's jump to this next one. There's a lot a lot of these hot takes I'm really fascinated by. Yeah. Um tree 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 says uh rollerblading would be significantly more popular had we not discovered grinding. Okay, so this is fascinating to me. I've I I've I've actually heard a bit of this. This isn't the first time I've heard this that like um I feel like the mushroom blading guys kind of harp on this a bit, point a bit as well. Like where they're just like Um, when blading kind of discovered grinding that they kind of just like made the whole thing about grinding for a long time like grinding in gaps and they didn't really embrace like these other movements that are starting to come to fruition now and like kind of be incorporated in in blading um so i think like when we when we discover things, we just try to take them to their limit. And like I said, I think we make decisions as a community. Like we kind of like all agree, mm-hmm. like this is the direction we're going. And then like we kind of all do it till it's reached its limit, and then we we kind of go another way. So that that definitely happened in grinding. Like you know, the late late. I think early two thousands probably is when that stuff kind of peaked, like the highest level of grinding. Like. Um, what does joey or todd say like uh jump on slide down jump on yeah. slide down. <laughs> where they show like the whole daily bread is just people like jumping onto a, a, a like yeah. a, hand, a handrail and yeah. sliding down from like different positions you know yeah. and, and there's a and there's a good point in that um but and dare i say this this is like my own hot take in its own hot take i think that like that wreck like mushroom kind of blading style i think that's what's happening like what happened with grinding that's happening now with that like we're like really trying In to bring way. as like this swivelly wrecky just like usually like we're just like really we're really trying to max out on like this this recreational i guess dare i say urban skating huh. uh, <laughs> kind of thing like and incorporate that with the blading. Like I think what happened with grinding, that's what's happening with like the use your wheels thing more. I actually mm-hmm. think we're gonna probably go back to a place where there's where we kind of max out on that, like the swivelly, slippery stuff, like you know what right. I mean? And and then it kinda like ends up balancing out at some point. But um to, to to address Tree's point, yes. I think there was a point in blading where it became too much about grinding. Um However, I really do think that that thing, I mean, it it could probably, it it probably would have, his point is that it would have been more popular. Mm. Yes. I think it probably would have been more popular because rollerblading was already popular. um, And then we kind of like isolated ourselves as like the aggressive and like, we're not that we don't do that. um, And we kind of created our own world in that. And I think it would be more popular, but we also wouldn't have our community.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean.
1: That was we have our community because we've kind of like sectioned off from that. Like, and we're like, oh, we do this; it's different. And then now we have this like weird, wacky, fun community of strange individuals that we've grown to love, uh, and most of the time. But um. Yeah, if that didn't happen, then we would just be a part of this kind of greater thing that never made any distinctions from anything else. And 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 I think rollerblading as a whole may be more popular, but what it is that we do or our community wouldn't even exist. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's why I was kind of curious about the way Tree wrote it because he said rollerblading.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And is he talking about all rollerblading? Is he talking about aggressive, like what we do, I guess, would you want to call that? Because if it's more specific to us... I feel like it. At least for me, it would be a different answer than all of rollerblading as a whole. Like everybody, every kind of rollerblading out there, because if I think if we're talking about what we do, I think grinding did a lot for us. I wouldn't say that it would be like significantly more popular or anything, like or not. But the way that our kind of skating is, yes, you're right about saying like it was a like grind, jump, grind, jump, slide down, jump, slide down. It was kind of like overused but it does need a healthy balance of now all this other type of skating or airs or different grabs or jumps and stuff like that. I feel like jumps were big making skating popular in the 90s like when you think about the early rollerblade videos like besides them just skating down the beach they were like jumping and like hey kind of like putting like weird positions not necessarily grabbing it making it look good but just jumping in the air and like putting like your legs in a in a position kind of like added to the appeal of rollerblading I guess. Um but I think we needed grinding to get us where we are 100%. Yes, I do say that it was overkill for many, many years because everything was a grind. But now we're kind of like broadening the horizon and having other tools to play with besides just grinding, which makes it a bit more appealing, a bit more welcoming, less threatening because people aren't getting hurt so seriously by throwing themselves down huge rails or off roofs and stuff like that. So I do think that having stuff other than grinding is good. I just would, I would disagree with it in saying that I don't think it would be significantly more popular if we didn't have any grinding at all. I feel like that makes us yeah. where we are.
1: Yeah. And, and and that's the thing. It's, it's, it's kind of like, a, like you said, it's kind of like a catch 22 of a question. Like um, would rollerblading as a whole maybe be more popular if we kind of like blend it in with what's occurring in rec and, and what, yeah. mean, there weren't as many distinctions in the lines. Probably so. Mm-hmm. Um, however, like, the the grinding aspect of the nature was the thing that the nature of the grinding and, and us going that deep into there was actually able to make like very solid distinctions between us and like maybe people who are doing wreck or cones now if you look mm. at people who are doing wreck and cones like they were they would like jump off a ramp they'd be like yeah cones they're doing toe rolls they're doing here they've been doing yeah. it forever like yeah. we do toe rolls they do toe rolls so what's different between cones and us doing toe rolls. There's those other distinctions in the vocabulary of the tricks that we've all created around these, these grinds. That was, yes, very grind-heavy for a while. And I think, like most things, when they get too popular, p- people can give some pushback against some of these ideas, which is healthy, and it gives room for new ideas to grow. But I don't think we should diminish the the value of like that, the grinding, and also being able to become our own entity and our own distinct group you know Mm -hmm. what i mean i think that stuff is is pretty important and um yeah the 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 grinding aspect is an art form in nature of of its own that shouldn't be that shouldn't be like neglected or not acknowledged like you know because like i said i was skating flat for like the whole year and then i just like put on Mm -hmm. some like uh, anties and i started grinding and i was like able to have like different movements in my grinds and things like that i was like yo this is like some ninja practice on its own like grind it's like some real ninja stuff when it's when it's applied correctly and that's the thing about blading that's so cool you can you can toe roll and hero and shuffle all day you can just like put like murder blocks in or like whatever (sighs) grind blocks and just like grind all day cess that all over the place it's like it's and all that exists under the umbrella of our world so the more vocabulary and the more like uh words we have to communicate in our world like the richer it grows and like grinding is just like is a huge aspect of it but it's not the only aspect of it but it is the thing that helped kind of make the clear distinctions between what weight what we do in cones what we do in rec what we do and these other like inline practices
0: yeah i think no matter what direction skating goes it'll never I'll never get tired of like blasting a nice front side on like a rail or a ledge. Like that's such a no. good feeling on its own.
1: And and I'm sure even like the, the guys who, who give like a healthy pushback against it can acknowledge that when they first saw people like grinding down rails, a lot of the, a lot of that stuff was the thing that hooks you in from the beginning. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's, it's not the, um, no offense because they're very important to like our, and the huge tools in our community. But like, maybe if you were a young kid and like you saw someone do like uh like a, like a skating fakie, like fakie swivel, like a gazelle before it was a gazelle, maybe yeah. like you'd be like, Oh, that's really cool. Like, I don't know. Maybe you'll get some people, but I think when like you're a young kid and then like, you see like Chris Edwards, like, you know, front side down, like a 20 stair burly rail. Like, I think just as like being a young kid and seeing what's captivating and not understanding like everything, like those things can attract your attention earlier than some of those more technical or, uh, other different movements. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it, pl- it plays a role. I think it's important. I did think we went too far. I do think it would be more popular, but at the sacrifice of us, not having made the distinction of who we are. So
0: mm-hmm. exactly. And
1: I, yeah, so, uh, yeah.
0: So would you agree or disagree with rollerblading would be significantly more popular had we not discovered grinding?
1: No, that's what I'm saying. Rollerblading as a whole, yes. Us in our community, our rollerblading, our distinction. I don't think we would have been able to even make that distinction. So, yeah. for as, as rollerblading, everyone on rollerblades, yes. Mm. As what we do, I'm not sure if we would have that distinction. Or, or and no, I I don't th- I, I don't I don't think it would make our thing more popular.
0: Yes, I, I always have the same exact answer too. And according to the live chat, 74% disagree. And 26% agree. So we all were on the same page with that. I I got so excited. I'll be honest. I got so excited when I saw that tree left a comment because I was like, oh, this is going to be good. (laughs) So I feel like, yeah, hopefully uh, tree have a lot of other good ones for us in the future. (laughs) Because he he has a a lot of interesting things to say.
1: He has such a unique take on skating, man. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You're up next. What do you? Oh, I think I did. I picked the tree thing, didn't I?
0: Oh, you did. Okay, that's right. You are right. I am up silly me uh my next hot take is from jeremy Troya, who says modern wider soul plates make for lazy habits and less style <laughs> <laughs> why are you laughing at that one already because it's controversial um,
1: no i i mean well because it's obviously an opinion that's like going after people's style so like, yeah I'm the, the, like,
0: the style i'm gonna when i personally speak about it, i'm gonna speak more about the lazy habits Aspect of because style is preference anyway. I wouldn't normally agree with the style part too, but I know that's more of a preference thing. But I will say about the bad habits, I do agree with that, and this is something that I've also said for many many years too. And certain skates, not so many nowadays, but there are certain skates out there that have very big sole plates, and I've tried a couple in the last like year or two also, and I've I've got to experience this myself. And my theory all along was correct that it does build for generally I would say bad habits in your skating and that goes as far as saying like not really getting low on groove tricks if your sole plate's really big because if your sole plate's really wide your royale starts to look like front sides a little bit and it gets kind of like lazy in that sense because it looks like you're not really trying it doesn't like really put that oomph and that extra spice into those groove tricks same thing with like you know, soul grinds and top sides are way easier. It's very similar to how you were just talking about flat rocker is like training for anti rocker. And then you go back to anti and you're like, wow, like everything is so easy now. You're doing your tricks way different. It feels better. And I feel yeah. like that's the same thing, too, with big soul plates. You do you skate like big soul plates all the time. And then you skate like a, a skate with normal size soul plates, what most of us would say. And you're like, oh, this is like really hard to do. It's not really hard to do. You're just skating a different way. You know, right. you get really lazy. You take, you, you take for granted that you have this you know foot-long soul plate on the ends of your foot and you're able to like lock tricks without trying or having to second-guess it. Top sides, you don't really have to get your foot flat down because your soul plate is doing all the work rather than you and your foot and your body actually going down all the way to get a topside down, which makes, for most top sides, I would say personally, just don't look as good. When you have to get your foot down on a topside, it generally makes the trick look better in a sense. So... I would agree to that that habits do get hurt by having big soul plates in skates
1: yeah like it, it, it's it, it's a tricky one because um it's obviously an advantage for grinding but it's a disadvantage for like what you're able to do in like the rolling aspect of it mm-hmm. so in that way i I wouldn't know if it's like creating bad habits, but you're definitely not having access to the maneuverability on your skates in like the same way. So there's that. I think that they can be useful like for for like kids that are maybe just like new to skating or like not even kids, like, you know, just whoever's like new to skating as an adult or whatever. Um, And if you're trying to like, just kind of like wet your feet in like the grinding aspect. And again, like I like the idea of viewing things as tools versus like being right or wrong. You know? Like we were talking before the episode, like the 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 flat versus anti uh debate to me is kind is kind of silly because like I would relate it to like a, a carpenter. Like you know what I mean? Like a carpenter can you can probably make a very clean cut on a piece of plywood with a sawzall if you're a good carpenter but it's obviously not the best saw for the job like a circular saw would be the best saw for the job in Mm -hmm. that situation and so you could probably get it done with with one but one makes more sense for the job i i see flat and anti in this kind of same way like depending on the spot depending on the situation um the soul plate thing i could i kind of view the soul plate thing a few different ways one i kind of view it as like training wheels for like rollerblading in a way it's like especially when you're learning the grinding like you know you don't want to like someone who's just like starting to learn how to grind you know you want to encourage them and not be like oh here's like you know i get what we're like the i I don't want to go after any specific company but some companies have like a more slender uh soul grind thing which i I actually think is valuable too but if you're starting off like that there might be some like frustrations and it's kind of like you you want to like like I said like the training wheel so i think there's value there i think that if it's something that you stuck with the whole time it may begin to develop some bad habits but you're also like neglecting learning some of those like other important things to blame those maneuverabilities that that you're gonna like if you like carve hard enough your yeah. soul plates on the floor yeah. <laughs> and you're and you're I didn't even think sliding about that. yeah yeah so so it's like you're 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 getting the advantage in the grinding but you're getting the disadvantage in the maneuverability so Mm -hmm. in that way alone just just alone right there it's it's obviously imbalanced and it can create some bad habits in the skating aspect and maybe you can get used to some like advantages that you normally don't have in the grinding aspect but that being said it's like it's all it's there's no right or wrong it's like there's not a tool these are tools and like each tool like has like a different use or purpose, or there could be a tool that's like a tool that you use to, to learn, or maybe someone who skates for like 10 years, prefers 15, 20 years, prefers the wider sole plates. Cause like, yo, I just want to be sliding off my grinds, like mm-hmm. on the floor and I don't want to have to worry about getting stuck, things like that. So um, I guess it it has the potential to create some bad habits. It And probably often in some scenarios does, But universally, I don't think that that is true.
0: So you would disagree with this statement? Yeah, I would disagree. Ooh, see, I would agree with it. And I think it's more... It's funny because you think of like a big soul plate messing up like your soul tricks, but I think it plays more into your groove tricks, making your groove tricks sloppier. And I used to ride uh, the Them Skates... For years, and I always said that I love people always complain that that skate particularly had a really small sole plate, and that's why a lot of people didn't like it. But that to me, that was like my favorite part of the skate the small sole plate because it made your tricks so much better. Your groove tricks felt so good because they were so close to your foot, it really felt like you were getting in on your boot tricks. It felt really good, and I feel like it builds for healthier habits while skating. Yes, it is harder, but I feel like the big sole plate when you think about a sole plate, you don't really think about the groove tricks, but it does, in my opinion, affect the groove tricks more than the soles. Um,
1: yeah, like, like a, a lot of people don't, um, <clears throat> like, I, I think, like I said, like, I, I think like a lot of the time we're still stuck on like the, as bladers, like we make decisions as a community and like things are right or wrong. Like if we all go, everyone does flat, like we all go flat yeah, like, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then like auntie's not right or, or things like this, but just different setups are going to have different things. Like, uh, uh, recently in, in my group of friends out here. Um, like guys with smaller skates, they're talking about doing like longer frames. And, um, so that's kind of becoming a thing over here. Mm -hmm. But for me, like, I always like the smaller frames because of the, uh, just the, the way you're able to like, kind of get in and out of grinds. It doesn't like hold you in there. Like you, you have more like uh, ability to like, kind of like get in get out without being like held locked Mm -hmm. in so i think the same thing the reason why i'm using that example is because i think the same thing applies to soul plates you know you you get like a thinner soul plate like you have more dynamic action on like this top side grinds where like you're not like fully locked in like you know what i mean like where it's like the bigger soul plate like you're like locked and you got to like jump off of that you can like i think the the the, the, this more slender soul plates are like kind of there's like a, a more fun area in that line like mm-hmm. you know that you can mess with but too big is uh no good too thin can be an issue you got to do just right I don't just know right I yes that I <laughs> that.
0: the goldilocks zone for soul plates exactly uh, I, correct I, I would agree in that and i'm happy to say that with all these newer skate companies coming out a lot more skate companies are finding that goldilocks zone i think there's more skates than ever that have that it's not as distinct anymore Although there are a few that have uh, really large soul plates. Um the chat sixty three percent agree that wider soul plates make for lazy habits and less style, and thirty seven percent of you disagree. So
1: Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm going to address something in this chat right now. I don't often look at the chat. Um that one guy said anti is cheating. Who's that one okay. guy? It's literally, his name is that one guy. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. I see
0: it now. I see it now. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay. So like this kind of goes back to like what we were talking about with the, um, well, for example, like what is cheating? I don't, I don't get that. Like I'm trying to understand what that is, but, uh, but, but no, I, I, I get it. Like, okay. So I was talking to Tony River about this the other day, because I've been skating flat with these guys and then I brought an anti set up the other day and then, um, something like tony was like well yeah torquing is it's harder on flat i said okay it's it's also harder on recreational skates it's also <laughs> it's harder positive. on wiz it's also harder on wizard skates mm-hmm. so you know what now it doesn't count unless you do a front torque on wizard skates because mm-hmm. by this same logic it's harder to do on flat so but again i i tie it into one there's like these pedagogical ideas that we like we, we, we shift through these ideas as a, um, why is this? Happening? We shift through these ideas as a, as a community, as a whole, we kind of agree on things and, and, as in a large majority, or we disagree with things in a mm-hmm. large majority. Um, but I really like to promote the idea that it's like tools again, like uh, a carpenter, might uh, see you use a circular saw cutting a piece of wood and be like, "Hey, man, that's too easy, you know, <laughs> dude." It's yeah, way harder to do with a sawzall. Yeah, you know a handsaw. And then it's like, <laughs> yeah, that's correct. It's also harder to do if you like try to snap it in half, right? Yeah. <laughs> but we have tools, right, that we use in order to get certain things done. Like, like I, I would consider myself like a generally more like now I, I'm using a flat setup more, but there are spots that i've gone to where i'm like i cannot do this it's it's more you have more access to the spot if you skate anti it's just common sense right mm-hmm. and it's just like the tool so i'm um, i'm always going to bring two out now and that's like that's like my thing and i would love to push this as a culture because just like the this or that co- like nature of humans, like this, that, this, that, Democrat, Repo- Democrat, Republican, this, that, <laughs> like the the Phillies or the Giants, like yeah. the the, net, the Nets or the Knicks. It's like, we just have to do that as people. Mm-hmm. And I'm just letting you guys know in rollerblading, you don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to. And I'm, I'm saying it's okay. You can skate ante, you can skate flat, you can skate rec, you do whatever you want. It's completely wide open. So I just wanted to address that since we're, since we're talking about um, hot takes, that's my hot take (laughs) um, on the situation. And I think it's important to push the culture in a way where, you know, I know this word got rinsed over the past few years, but you know, it's okay to, we should be a place where people feel comfortable to come try new things inclusive. Like, you know, hey man, come with rollerblades with, with, I don't know how you can deal, one wheel each. Let's see one wheel each on your rollerblades. I'll I'll support that, but um, yeah. we. That's my, is that a rant? Is that a spiel? It's my second spiel of the, of the day. Okay, so <laughs> we're
0: good. I, I'm just curious real fast, because a, a few uh, months ago on the show, when you started skating flat, you said that you weren't able to front torque.
1: Have you figured it out? Yeah, no, that's the thing. I, I, okay, so John and I have been like, and Tony, Bolino, Ch- Tony Virtuoso, and myself, we've been like trying to uh, be like, Let's. Tony has a really good flat torque. And like this week we've been working on it, like a John, me, John has it really good. I'll get them sometimes the torques, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm having a better job backside and front side. I can still do them, but, um, it's just, uh, I know. I'm still, I'm still doing them. I'm still doing the torques. Like, you mm. know what I mean? It's okay. cool. But I'm just noticing that the positions that your body can embrace on anti are way different. It's just way different. I was like, I was like, um, like, you're, you're having to lock into this position as a front torque. Like, that's the way you have to do it. And you could just play with it more, anti. Like, you could, like, I feel more like Dre Powell from, like, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Like, all ninja. like, And I'm like, whoa, this is – there's 100% value in that. And mm-hmm. there's – and I don't care. You could be the most, like, hardcore, like, surf Nazi flat skater guy. That's just like, no, like – If it's not flat, it's not real, brah, get off my wave energy, whatever. (laughs) You can be that guy, but you're still not going to be able to do certain tricks in certain ways. That simple. You're just not. You might be – you'll be able to do a torque. You're not going to be able to do it X way, Y way. You know what? We should maybe make a video about this. I think think we should maybe like show the differences of – of what I'm speaking about because that'd be good. It'd be perfect. You can do, you can do it, but you, you're not going to have the access to certain movements and position that other people do. It's that simple. Mm-hmm. And I'm skating flat more than anything right now. It's like majority of what I'm doing, but I, I I'm also recognizing that that's what's real, you know, mm-hmm.
0: just so I feel. That's good. I, I'm happy you got uh front torques Cause I was a little upset when you said that at one time, cause I know you have a good torque and you were like, I can't do torques riding flat. And I'm like, you got it, Billy. You got it in you.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that's good. No, no, like, like, I'm, 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 I'm do, I'm doing him. It's cool. Um, but again, I think there's just like, I mean, I went to a spot the other day and it was like these chunky ledges, like super chunky ledges, and I was like, man, like, this would be a better spot for anti. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Well, you got both now. No, and that, and that's, that's all I'm saying. You know, yeah. so okay, I'll shut up. That, that's my hot take. Let's go on to other hot takes. Okay, <laughs> you're up. So you, you picked the last one. Yeah, you're up. Um. <laughs> there are some really funny. Ones. <laughs> the funny ones are the best ones. Okay, well, I'm I'm gonna do a more serious one, I guess. Um, Derek Carr says uh, mm-hmm. overabundance of park edits. Um, I like that one too. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I, I think sometimes. Okay, like I, <laughs> it's weird because I'm I'm actually going to agree with this. And this is something someone who's part of like the sunday brunch uh community like all i do is skate and park edits pretty much <laughs> like i'm like in like the sunday br- hanging out with the sunday brunch guys skating park edits or like whatever but um and i love park edits i really do but I, I i i i do think that uh sometimes we could just you know i I just think it's just it's just easier right and and i don't think there's anything anything wrong with that i don't, I don't have too much of a hot take on this but I think that it is just like uh you know, you're getting kicked out of street skating spots, you're getting kicked out of like this and that. Like, you go to a skate park, it's easy. So I'm not hating on it in any way, but I always prefer to see more street. That's my hot take. Very simple.
0: Yeah, I have a similar take on that also. I would first off agree with it. There is an overabundance of park edits, and that there's a very valid reason for it. It's very easy, like you said, Billy, it's so easy for you to go out. Go to the skate park, you don't have to decide on where to go. It's the skate park. That's it. Boom. You're good. What I would say what does bother me a little bit about all this skate park uh skating is when people do like uh like skate like review edits or like uh announcing their signature model or something like that, and they just go to a skate park and skate for like an hour and put out an edit. That's it. Like I feel like that aspect makes it lazy in a bit. As opposed to going street skating and like finding all the six spots and really showing who you are as a, a pro skater to deserve this signature model, whatever it is, you know, like, well, I feel it, like that makes it lazy in a way.
1: Can I acknowledge like one one significant factor that that, ha- that plays a role in this that, you that? know, that 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 might no offense take away from the, the lazy point? Mm-hmm. You know, th- you got to consider like the <laughs> geographical area where the person is living and the time of the year. Right. I, was,
0: I wasn't taking that in consideration. I'm thinking about like outdoor skate parks. I'm not thinking about indoor okay. ones. I'm thinking about okay, outdoor okay. cement parks, okay. plazas, so, so, and stuff like that.
1: So yeah, if, if, if you're thinking of it like that, I, I agree with your point. If yes. it's if it's you know February in like Holland, I
0: completely understand right? that. Or you go to Area like 51 that, to film an edit. You go,
1: you're at Area 51. Yeah, exactly. I got that. And it, and, it, and it's like you're you know we're from New York. We know what it's like to have four or five months of just. All right, boys. We're at the park, mm-hmm. and that's it. Like you know, so um, so that th- that that's the one uh, thing I would acknowledge to say, like, okay, let's let's acknowledge that. At I least. agree but, with but, you on that too. But and 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 to your other point about like making like a pro skate uh, edit, right? Like mm-hmm. in
0: or a pro in wheel a, frame, whatever it is, just a signature a pro, model of some a, sort.
1: A signature edit. Oh God. What? I just realized I have a pro skate edit that's all at the skate park did. The, the one you filmed, like the Embayon? And Bayonne. Uh, at Bayonne. That,
0: that, yeah, I was thinking about that too, but that was like 20 years ago. Like
1: that. I still and, it's and you still, filmed
0: like three other sections, street sections that year too.
1: Yeah, but that, that's funny though. Like because I was literally about to come down on it and then I was like, wait, I, I did that. Um but yeah, if you film like if you film like a pro skate edit um like in in the in the or pro wheel pro signature product and it's nice enough to go out and skate street. Um, it does show a little bit more effort. It does come off lazy. I, I realize now at this moment, I am calling currently myself lazy for like my first pro skate edit was filmed at a skate park in one day after mm-hmm. after. Well, I used to be a plumber. I came <laughs> off the job being a plumber and I went to the skate park and me and Austin filmed it. Um, so that's funny, man. Wow. Yeah, but yeah. to
0: your defense for that one though, I think that was the same year you filmed the mind game video and probably like a be unique either freestyle rolling or like checkmaters or yeah probably freestyle rolling or something like that so it was like a time where you were still skating hard and doing all this other shit
1: well thank you thank you but 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 to that point maybe the the person who has the the signature product is in the same boat maybe 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 they're doing multiple projects maybe they're working two jobs maybe they got two kids on the platform and they're like man i gotta I got to film a quick edit. Hold up, Let me go murder this local real quick. So, yeah, look, again, I don't think we need to be as a community. I think our uh, ideas and thoughts should be kind of uh, again. I'm going to use because I just learned on the last episode, less pedagogical and more fluid of just like open to what is possible or or what's acceptable or not. Um, But yeah, you know, I'm I'm always going to be more keen on like the street stuff. I love Mm -hmm. I love watching street. I prefer that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I would, I would agree that there's an overabundance of park edits. You agree as well, Billy? Or disagree? Yeah,
1: yeah, I prefer street. Yeah, so yeah,
0: so we're on the same page. According to the live chat, fifty-four percent of you agree, forty-six disagree. So it's the same as the first one we had. It's uh, almost 50-50 right there. Wow, it's close. Close one. So, but agreeing did take the cake. So all three of us agree. <laughs> um, I'm going to pick a a more fun one for this for this next hot take from nathan bentley who said if your hat falls off it's a bail tighten it up and refilm it or ditch the cap (laughs) this is a funny one i will say i don't agree with it if the hat falls it's kind of like a a yard sale in in skiing or (laughs) snowboarding where like when you fall or something like that you lose like everything it's called like a yard sale um i guess it doesn't necessarily mean like if you're falling but if your hat falls off it doesn't count I definitely have never once in my entire life have considered f- dropping your hat or anything like that, the trick not counting. I never even heard of this before as like an option for not counting. As long as you landed the trick, that's what matters. <laughs> but I just think it's funny. And I'm curious if other people also do think this way. What do you think, Billy?
1: Um, so I've honestly never kind of attached these two ideas and thought about it in a certain way. I can certainly see his point. Um, I've definitely been a skater who's lost an item of clothing in the middle of a trick. (laughs) More than a hat? No. (laughs) You lost a sock? (laughs) (laughs) No, just, just, just just a hat, really, you know? Um, but, but yeah, um, I, I think that happens in tricks and like, depending on the trick, like you kind of just accept it or not, but to his point and on some real stuff, it, it yeah, it look it does look sloppy, it does. It depends. Like, and, 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 and it's and it's better when it doesn't happen, because yeah. So I, I like I don't think it's a, I I wouldn't go as far. I disagree with saying I'm clicking it right now. I disagree with saying that it's a bail. It's not a bail. Um, but as we like you know learn from or we've discussed with Dominic and 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 people like Colin. You know, your trick is from when you start going to that the, you have stopped going like, you know, so all the things that come in between how you stop, how you how you end, how, how you present the entire trick. It's more than just the grind and getting top to the bottom. It's the whole trick is the whole presentation of what you're putting forward. Like, you know, so. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think it probably without being being rude, it would look uh, less sloppy if, if like if like items of clothing didn't come off.
0: Yeah. I, w- I would say, I agree with that too. Less sloppy. I wouldn't agree that it doesn't count though, but I am curious if anybody in the chat or leave a comment below, if you're not watching live, if you have lost an item of clothing while doing a trick, that's not a hat. I would love to hear that story. Put it in the comments below, but Dale 10 in the chat just had a, a good thing too. In the, a good point in the live stream. He says, but catching the hat is next level.
1: Okay, so so Where that, would you
0: fall on that? If you caught the hat, no, it didn't hit the ground, does it count or not? No. Nathan Bentley also in the chat, leave us let us know what you think about that too. But what do you think, Billy?
1: You know, as drummers, you yeah. and I, I'm sure we can appreciate the value of improv, improv you know, especially mm-hmm. in the jazz format. Yeah. And, and <laughs> like Dominic often relates like what he likes to see in skating to jazz, like kind of like on the fly being like, not so much premeditated, just more like you dealing with the things as they come up and how it kind of plays out on its own naturally, mm-hmm. which I can appreciate. But, um, yeah, catching the next hat for me is just some like jazz. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's just some like improv, like you're doing some stuff up. Oh, the hat came up. I caught it. So like, I'm in the zone aware of what's happening. I'm not just thinking fall and then the trick gets completed anyway. So mm-hmm. I, 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 yeah, yeah, I, I give that credit. That's, I like seeing that because it makes the clip, you know, Clips are about entertainment, right? And that that brings like an element of what was happening in the moment like to to the screen. So mm-hmm. I, like, I like that too. Yeah, I like, I like anything with the more personality and a trick, the better, you know?
0: Yeah, I, I agree with that too. It adds an element of it. But I would disagree that it doesn't count. I think, Billy, you said also you disagree, right? Yeah. That it completely doesn't count. According to the live chat, 76% disagree and 24% agree with you, Nathan. So uh, I like that one. though. That was one of the more fun ones. And I never heard that before. So I was curious to see what people thought about it as well.
1: Okay. This one's actually funny. Um, because I've heard this argument for a while now. So Martin now hope I'm saying your name, right? Uh, topside terminology should only be used for grinds on ledges on and far side on rails. So the idea here is that, When you're on a a ledge, you're truly topside because that's what it requires to do the trick on a ledge. But on a a rail, often the trick is done more uh, not as topside as it would have been on a ledge. And so you can call something like this far side or what we used to call it back in the day a long time ago. Um, we didn't call them top souls, they were oversouls. Do you yes. remember that, Austin? Richie
0: okay. Corley, our buddy Richie Corley still calls it that to this day. He's the only person yeah. I know who still calls it that.
1: Oversouls, yeah. man. That is such a, i I mess with that though. I, I kinda like that. <laughs> Should name. we bring back oversouls? Um no. possibly. <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna make things more confusing. Yeah, we like, We don't need any tr- more confusion. Our trick yeah. names aren't confusing enough. <laughs> yeah, we need to simplify this. Um so the reason why I disagree with this is because even though you're more inclined to do a trick like less topside on a rail and it doesn't require you to do it as topside as it does on a ledge, you still have the space and possibility to do it. A trick that comes to mind for my OGs, if there's any OGs in this chat, everything's OGs watching, I think about the Elements 2 intro where everyone had like the introductory tricks and... Uh, Vinnie Mitten had an Ali Fishbrain on this rail where it was kind of like pulled behind like it was more top side than a ledge it mm-hmm. was the most top side Ali Fish brain on a rail that I had ever seen so if those who have seen Elements 2 seen the intro know what I'm talking about shout out I might be I don't know I might be on some bring it going too far back right now into the archives but but, but my point is that there's like a possibility for you to like you don't have to do it this way. Like you have the possibility of doing a topside. I agree. Maybe you can make the distinctions within that on the rail. Like if you'd like a really like topside fish Fishbrain be like, yo, he did like, but you don't call fish brains topside Ollie Fish brains, Ollie fish brains or fish brains.
0: Only Jeff Frederick calls it top Macchio's.
1: <laughs> Man. <laughs> Only so, Frederick
0: so, says topside macchios.
1: <laughs> so I, I guess it'd be like applicable to like top souls, top assets, Ollie top souls, Ollie top assets, yeah. right? Yeah, far side soul, far side <clears throat> uh, acid, things like that. Tom Israel, yeah. So, um, I think in terms of like just like layman's term vernacular, it's okay to say far side if you're talking about a rail, it's like tomato, tomato, it's the same thing. It's like, you know what I mean? You're talking about, uh, yeah, it's 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 like a different word that describes the same thing. We have like many words like that in English language, none that I can think of off the bat, but um, it's okay. But it's it's still I think it's still a topside, so I, I I'll disagree with that. What's your hot take, Austin? I think it's
0: still a topside, also, and it's funny you said that you heard this argument more recent than anything.
1: No, I no I've been hearing it like throughout skating like for, yeah. for years.
0: I feel like that's like an old school thing to call it a far yeah, side. Yeah. I I remember like when I started like like you said the oversole, and it was more a far side than mm-hmm. than topside, but. I just got so used to saying topside and that whole terminology kind of faded away in probably like the late 90s. So I've been calling it topside forever. I do agree that you're not as topside as a ledge because a ledge, you have to get flat on a rail. You <clears> don't necessarily have to. If you are far side, I think when people, when you say a far side trick on a rail, you think you're coming off like the lava side, you know, like the other side when you do a far side mm-hmm. trick. It's not necessarily true. But when I think of like someone did like a far side soul on a rail, I think about them coming off the other side but i would normally say topside and i even if like we all agreed to change to say the far side i would still call it a topside on a rail or a ledge whatever it is so i yeah. would i would disagree with it
1: and 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 okay so so i i would like to is it okay if i go off on another tangent even though we're doing this voting thing <laughs> okay. so um uh, The the lava issue i i think i have a hot take on that too um I'm okay with landing in the lava, as long as there's intention behind it now. And, and it also is spe- specific to the trick. Let me sh- give a couple of examples. Um, I think I might've done this the last time too. So yeah, we I've had to talk this, about this before. If I've done this exact example already, um, bear with me, but I'm just going to highlight it since it came up. So like, if you were doing like a, like a true fish brain on a, on a down rail, a true spin fish brain, um, I think it's pretty important to the integrity of the trick to not come off on the lava side. The The whole purpose of this trick is to kind of be top side and come off in this way. So if, if, if you're far side, it's not like you haven't done the trick. You have done it. You have, you, 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 you've done the trick, but the kind of intention of this trick is like a true top side fish come off on the top side side. And, and, and that's the thing. Okay. However, on like tricks like true spin near side tricks. Um, I love if someone does like a really good, like true spin Ali porn star on like the near side and mm. they come off on the other side because yeah. they're just like so in there. Remember
0: right? Mike Knolls? Like, he used to do them like that.
1: Yes, that's what Ooh, I'm saying. Like they're so, so good. buried and looking over the shoulder, like on the trick. It's like it, you would think if you just saw a photo of the trick, it was like an Alib top porn, right? Mm-hmm. And like not a true porn. So th- I, there are just some things where like, like as bladers we're not meant to be in these lines anyway like we're here because we're like yo screw those rules screw those lines and then sometimes we bring that to blading like do you know what i mean and that's okay because i think that's just like our nature as humans like Mm -hmm. you know needing to define things but it's i don't think we should be as stringent on, like it's black and white like you know what i mean we have in this space, there's tons of gray, so so that's kind of how I feel about the lava stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's sometimes it, it's a, it's a faux pas, and other times it's it's even cooler when you land on the on the lava side. It's even cooler because it looks like you're more deeper in there, and it looks it looks like I don't know, it, it could look like more artistic to me. Yeah, that's
0: it's all situational and how you do the trick, style, all that stuff matters. <laughs> as far as the live chat, topside. Uh, being used for ledges and far side for rails, twenty six percent agree and seventy four percent disagree. So, I think we are all on the same page for that one as well. Um, do you want to do one more, really? Because there's, there's like a bunch in here that there's so many good ones that I kind of want to. I want to do all of them, but we're not going to be here all day to do that. Do you want to yeah. do one more each?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: <clears throat> I will do one more each. Before we do that, real quick, I just want to remind everybody to please if you haven't already check out jump supplements go to jumpsubs.com me and billy uh put together these big group of supplements that we feel like all skaters would benefit from from cbd oil to platinum turmeric ultra joint flex multivitamin and krill oil all these things will help us feel better skate longer and you know help what we do last longer pretty much you know we like skating we like feeling good anybody skaters in the holiday season and want to like get a a, a stocking stuffer go for some jump supplements you know check out jumpsups.com and we have bundle deals where you get discounts on if you get three or more bottles so it's a good deal check it out free shipping in the u.s we ship internationally to the uk canada australia and italy check out jumpsups.com. just wanted to shout that out real quick before we got into our last uh last hot takes the
1: literally every single time you the you emojis show the, yeah you show, you, you show the, the the teapot the kangaroo the bowl of pasta dude it's like i feel like we might get canceled in 10 years for that like how not, can right we it's <laughs> so good i
0: mean in 10 years well, yes maybe who knows what's gonna happen in 10 years it's
1: it's like stereotypical you know stuff of each area so i, I'm I didn't okay make the it. emojis
0: you you get mad if you got something take it up with apple i didn't make the emojis apple made the emojis
1: I'm okay with it. I'm
0: right, moving on to our last hot takes of the evening or morning, wherever you're watching from. I think I am going to go with this one from... I'm going to go with another fun one Who from uh, Corey Shrimp, who says, Too many serious people in Blading. We need some comedians. And I feel like this almost couldn't come at a better time because I was watching... Um, on, shout out to iRollerBoot on, on YouTube I was watching a live stream the other day And I suggested he was watching um, Just skate videos Skate sections and people in the live chat Were just watching and commenting while we were watching it together But I suggested some Black Bandit Media videos And for anybody who doesn't know uh, People like Casey Garrity Mike Dempsey uh, Mark Rosen, those guys all put together Videos over the years They have many, many, many videos And they're just like half comedy skits half skating but it the skating is really fucking good too but Mm -hmm. they're all so entertaining from more than just a skating aspect and he never heard of it a lot of people in the chat never heard of it we watched it and everybody loved these videos all the concepts were so funny and it made skating more enjoyable and i feel like that would also open up to a wider audience you know something similar to how like the weekend that video they put out with like the school it was like entertaining more than just like a skate edit but it still had skating involved in it too and i feel like that aspect too should be embraced more in skating not everything has to be too serious obviously there's a very serious part to it but stuff like that makes it so much more entertaining and i feel like if i saw more style of like black bandit media skating out there i would be so much more hyped to watch like a lot of skating videos and it reminds me of the blading cup that just passed too because Parker, like I said, Parker started off his run. They're like, "All right, Parker, you're up, go!" And he starts his run off with like ten push-ups, and then he goes and do his does his skating. So he wasn't taking it too seriously. He was obviously just making a laugh of everything. He like slam dunked the the monster or whatever in the the garbage can while he was doing the middle of his line. So I love that aspect of skating too, and it makes
1: light of what we do, and I think that's important. Yeah, I mean, I I agree with you. I think well, I I, I think that we're in a much better place than where we were like 10, 15, 20 years ago, where we took ourselves very seriously. Mm-hmm. I think as a result to like kind of show that we were valuable, like in like the action sports community when yeah. we didn't like, weren't really being treated as such. So there was like a real serious push to be really serious. And then like over the years, just naturally like, uh, blading has bladers have gotten more lighthearted, more fun. You know, you see like, um, you know, just some of the energy of like, some of, like you said, like a uh, Parker and like, you know, some of these people just like really having fun with like the skating aspect. That being said, I feel like we could always use more. So I'm, so I'm going to agree with it because, um, I, I think uh, somewhere along the way, not any longer, but somewhere along the way, like we forgot that skating was, um, kind of fun and entertaining and not so much about like proving like what you are and who you can do, but just about like, uh, not who you are and what you can do, but about like, you know, just just having fun and having fun is about being lighthearted. It's about not taking yourself too seriously. And, you know, it's rollerblading, you know, I think on its most entry level position, it could look pretty goofy and it it could take some time for you to refine that. Like, it's the same if like, you know, entry level on a skateboard, you're going to look pretty goofy. You know, you're not you're not going to mm-hmm. look like you know what you're doing, but then the more you refine that and uh the, the better it, it comes, it's uh but but I think you're going to get better at it, but I think just like by the sheer nature of what it is that we're doing, we should be lighthearted. We should be more playful and and things like that. that's just my perspective. What do you think? Yeah,
0: no, I think it's we're we're in this to have fun. We're not in this to uh it's not like you start skating to make it a career or something like that. You start skating because it's fun and you would, it's you would enjoy it and that aspect should be embraced more. And if people have other personalities, it's not meant for everybody, but some, some people have different personalities, embrace that personality in your skating. And I think people like the black bandit media crew, they do that really well. And it makes skating more entertaining for everybody.
1: Dude, if you guys don't know, haven't seen any of those videos, watch them. They're so, so, so they have a video called
0: breakfast. It's breakfast theme. They have lunch, they have dinner, they have dessert, they have pasta, la vista. So check them out. They're, they're they're all, they're, entertaining as hell. just watch them all on repeat um, yeah to,
1: to, to skaters who are out like filming their skating and making edits don't don't let us just see your skating let us see your personality mm-hmm. let us let us see who you are i want to get to know i want to get to know you you know
0: exactly exactly and uh as far as the live chat 92 percent of you agree that we need more comedians and people should stop taking it as seriously so this is like the biggest landslide out of them all eight percent disagree
1: oh Okay. What's, what's our last well, hot take I, for this evening? I'm gonna ask you a question. Um, oh, do you do you do you want me to take end it with something serious or something? Whatever you're like? feeling,
0: whatever you're whatever you're more passionate about out of these these last few that we have.
1: Okay, I'm, I'm not. I'm gonna ignore this one. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> ah, okay. Ah. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> that was great uh seal uh tear term ricks hmm. he seattle said
0: seattle arm ricks <laughs> i don't know
1: <laughs> yeah that's I i don't know c seal tear i don't know i'm not okay. doing it <laughs> normalize telling your homies if a clip they got could be better to their ability uh yeah <laughs> okay. This th- this goes further than skating. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. No. Okay. Hang on. Okay. Okay. This goes further than skating. This is actually I'm about to I'm um, <laughs> I'm about to get a little preachy for a minute there, but um, I think what what we struggle as as humans we it's either being polite and maybe not being honest so much for the sake of being polite and sparing someone's feelings, or being very blunt without consideration for the other person's feelings, and then all the space in between, right, in that space. Um, as I think, Austin, I think we can say that typically grow in New York, um, at least in the era where we grew up in New York, New York changes every five or 10 years. But um, being blunt and being forthright was kind of like, it's something like you would do is normal and we very much appreciate it. We used to bust on each other skating all day. If you came off this, the trick a certain way, we were not shy to let each other know about it. We were not shy to kind of needle each other about certain, uh, you know, faults in the skating. Um, that being said, you know, I think it's like, there's an approach to things. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't want to come off like the most honest guy in the world, which can be like, you know, it could, it could come off a little insensitive at times. You know Might what make I mean? more, but, more
0: enemies in that case.
1: But, but no, I think, I think my point is like, if you don't have someone that can be honest with you, then, then, then you need to work on your friendship. because And that's kind of like a deeper, it's kind of like a deeper analysis on like what's meant to be like a skating hot take thing. But, yeah, like if you can't express what you're feeling or what you're thinking to your friend, then you mu- you may not be as good as friends as you think. Like, you know, and you can maybe start experimenting on those levels and pushing with, with being honest because um, like my closest friends, I-, I prefer them to be honest than polite because I, I want to hear the things that no one's going to really say. Of course. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And because it makes me aware of those things that I might not have been previously aware of. Okay. Perfect example. Um, I had some really tough friends who were tough on me when I was growing up skating, they were older. Uh, they were better than me. And they were hitting rails before I was able to hit rails. Okay. So I was like, I'm going to learn how to hit rails and, and shove it in these guys faces. Cause they would always bust on me cause I couldn't hit rails. So I basically went and I learned how to, how to hit a rail. And I was like, I can't wait to show these guys. So I come and I show these guys. I said, Hey, I learned how to hit rails. Wanna see? Boom, check it out. So I go, I hit the rail and they, they came up to me and they're like, yo, you stepped on that. You didn't even jump on it. Yo, he one two he did one foot and then the other foot. We're gonna call him one two Bill. Yo, what's up one two Bill. So they're calling me. I thought I was so proud of myself. I was able to jump on a rail, but I, I wasn't jumping off with, with both feet. I was jumping like one, two, like yeah. onto the rail, kind of stepping on, you know? Um, like a leap. But it made me. Without that, I wouldn't have been aware. If I had this, like some like extra, extra, extra street, like supportive friends that were like, "Yeah, dude, you did it! Like you jumped on the rail. Yeah, I probably would have like done them incorrectly for like much longer of a time. But because they were mean and <laughs> nasty to me, I, w- I was able to be like, "Oh, like, I got to stop this." And I mean, and it that kind of energy, like you, 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 saw that a lot in Philly, like you, the, the older guys were tough on the younger guys. And then, but you, you can kind of see it in their skating. Like, you know, it kind of brings excellence, right? Like it, it makes the person either sink or swim. So that being said, it depends the environment in which you're trying to skate, what atmosphere the person is looking for. If the person is just looking out there trying to skate and have fun and they're not trying to take it. Like, each clip like very seriously, then then I don't think you have to. You don't have to like be like, you should do it like this, you should do it like that. But if the person's really trying to bring the best out of themselves and the best trick out of themselves possible, the filmer and the and the skater should have this symbiotic relationship where they're able to express honestly, like because you're trying to get the best end product. And that would be the way to get there, right? Austin, I don't know. What do you think?
0: yeah i agree with you honesty in friendship is is key in any relationship is key it's like saying um it's like the people who if your friend has something stuck in their teeth and you don't tell them like what kind of friend are you you know it's the same it's the same thing in my eyes like you're gonna tell somebody you're talking to like yo something's in your teeth you want to get rid of that and they're like okay thank you i would have walked around all day with like this piece of broccoli stuck in my tooth okay
1: let me tell you something okay so I normally do a morning coffee, and when I sip it, I sip it out of this side, and I'll get like a little coffee stain, like right here. Cause like I'm just like <laughs> on one side. <laughs> on one side, like sometimes if I'm like not paying attention. Uh uh-huh. my man Parker Richardson, he let me like rock around all day with that. And then John showed up, <laughs> and then John showed up and he's like, Oh, Bill, like right when John showed up, he's like, You have this thing right here. And I was like, <laughs> Oh, I was like, Parker, I've been with you all day. Why haven't you said anything? He's like, oh, you always have that there. You always. That's what he what? said. Like
0: it was a birthmark, That's like you were born. <laughs> <laughs> That's
1: what he said, dude. Um, <laughs> dude, that really hurt. That really, and and so I, I think actually after this podcast, I got I have to sit Parker down <laughs> and tell him what I expect from him as a, as a friend, like you know. But, Parker, um, yes,
0: please be a little but bit be more honest,
1: honest with your, your friends. Be yeah. honest with your friends, but with. With a touch of sensitivity, you know.
0: Oh, you just God. gotta know. I mean, if it's your friend, if it's your friend, you know how your friends are. Like I, me and Billy, we know how to talk to each other, like to not be a dick to each other. Different you Different know? friends, it,
1: it, you can be different different ways. Yeah, um, yeah.
0: but for the most part, I, I feel like it goes. If you're gonna, especially if you're filming something, you want to like have someone do something the best they can because if something was wrong, you're gonna look back on that clip and be like damn, I wish I did it better. You can't do nothing about it now because you filmed it already. It's out there, whatever you posted it or it's in a video or some shit. But if you're telling somebody and you're honest with somebody at the time, like fix this, your foot wobbled a little bit, you didn't grab really or whatever, you could fix it on the spot and boom, now you can live with yourself because I've had clips back in the day where there were certain things, little nuances I didn't like about it. I wish I went back and fixed them. So looking back on those moments sucks.
1: Yes. You know what I mean? You want, you want it. Like, and that's the thing you, you both, both people going out have to know what they're going for and Mm -hmm. what the intention is. But if the intention is to produce the best possible thing that you can between the both of you, the filmer and the subject, then you need that because you can look back. I've done that so many times. I looked at back at tricks, like, ah, if I would have just did this different and it's gone, it's a moment in time that's passed. And it's just like, yeah, like, create a culture and a relationship where look being supportive and encouraging is great it's fine like you know what i mean it could also be to the point where you're not able to express like what's real and what's happening so a balance is important mm-hmm. just like establish some kind of culture relationship in your friend group where like if you are expressing these things in like a ver- in, in a normal way that it's not coming from a place of malice or to hurt or someone to, to attack but it's, it's to bring out the best that you can out of one another, right? And, that, and that's what the filmer-skater uh, relationship should be when it's at its peak, I, I think, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, we just had Colin Kelso on the last episode, and we were talking about the synergy between him and his brother, Sean, because they make all the basement videos together, and they've been filming together since they were little kids. You know, they started skating, and they have that perfect balance, too. That's why almost everything they do, every video they make, every trick they film is perfect, because... They're not scared to call each other out. They know how each other work. They're like, that was, you should fix that. This was wrong with this. And they, they, you know, me and you both seen it firsthand too. They pinpointed it right off the bat. They get into fights about it. But in the end.
1: So jealous of brothers though. Cause like, I I saw it with like Jimmy Coburn and Taylor Coburn on Mm -hmm. like RV there yet. And like in New York. Oh yeah. Like, um, so Jimmy, like, you know, he's like the homie, like, but like, um, he's like, he's a Jersey guy. He's like a tough guy. Like, you know what I mean? He's like a strong dude and stuff like that. And you know, he's like the kind of guy when you talk to him, you want to talk to him, like with like, you know, like you talk to all people, like with respect and things like that. Like not just for, for how his size is, but just how, like how you would be with people. Mm-hmm. But it's funny, like seeing him and his brother work together, like he would like lace a trick. And Terry be like, uh, you gonna do that again? Or like, do, <laughs> do, do you know what I mean? We're like, we're like, oh, like, do you know what I mean? Um, but they know each so other I, that way. Like
0: they know but, that he could do it better. Like someone look, else might not know that well.
1: Look what that relationship cultivates.
0: Yeah, exactly. Look
1: at everything the basement has done. Yeah. It exactly. comes from that. <clears throat> That's that level of excellence that our two brothers who are extremely talented, pushing themselves and not giving them each, each other much of that other, like uh charitable space, like to be like, Oh yeah. Th- th- they're like, no, no, no. Do like, and, and what happens in those environments is you just, you bring the best out of each other. Yeah. You know, it's like a, that healthy competition, that healthy push. Um, there are areas where it could be unhealthy and toxic and stuff like that. But, but I think generally if, if applied right, it's going to, it, it, it's a it's an attitude that cultivates excellence. It brings the best out of people.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. I know you agree with this statement. According to the live chat, 91% of you agree as well, We're 9% disagreeing. So I, I know there's a lot of uh, people agreeing with us in the chat as well who think very similarly. So awesome! I, I think we had a lot of fun here with these with these hot takes. Uh, this was awesome. If you like it, yeah. let us know because we'll do more of these. And I, I think a lot of people now watching understand the hot takes a little more and have i saw people spitting shit out in the chat already so we're gonna probably do this again if you all like this and yeah, keep, if, save if you your guys hot, like, hot takes for that
1: yeah if you guys like it we'll do it again <clears throat> let us know in the chat if you don't like it we're just trying a bunch of new different things on this episode you know we're, we're trying to do step outside of our uh, just normal guest format which is we're not going to stop doing but it's uh it's fun to try these these other ideas and topics and discussions. So, let us know what you think. Mm-hmm. Um as always, if you like what you're hearing, please like, share, subscribe, do all the stuff on social media, um become a Patreon, buy some turmeric or do you call <laughs> it turmeric? We don't know. But tomato, um, tomato. Exactly. <laughs> but thank you again for joining us once again. We really appreciate it. Uh we hope you enjoyed the content. Like I said, follow us on all of our social media platforms. If you, uh, if you like uh, everything you see, do all the stuff I said before. <laughs> and, and thank um, you to Blank for
0: sponsoring this episode. The holidays are Blank. here. If you're looking for a new skate for the holiday season, check out the 2023 Blank skate by, mm-hmm. uh, uh, Team Skate by Blank, Blank Rolling com, And we'll see you all in the next one, right, Billy? Peace, everybody. Later. Correct.